Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The sun hangs heavy over the Valley of the Setting Sun. The Valley of the Setting Sun is a Scion 6th edition game set in Phoenix, Arizona, and starring Craig as Sir Nicholas, Slavek as Jesse, and Mitch as Gary. Join our heroes as they adjust to their new powers and navigate the tangled roots of the Scion community. Will our heroes be able to achieve their destinies, or will their bones be left to dry under the desert sun? You can reach out to us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night, where you can find a link to our Discord. When Jesse gets back, well, let's say we're going to pick up so do you, like, you know, Jesse talks to his mom. He gets the Frost Giant agreement. I'll say that happens. So then, Jesse, are you gonna like, head back in the middle of the night, or are you gonna like spend the night in Flagstaff and come back down, or what do you do? I assume Jesse's just gonna spend the night in Nix. <laughs> he probably already has his stuff there. All right. So yeah, you, you yeah, I can see. Yeah, you, you drive back to the place. It's like you know, crack, almost almost dawn by the point you by the time you finally get in. And say what you want about next IKEA furniture. It's probably still better than Jesse's, whatever the fuck you found in the garbage. Yeah, unfortunately, Asterios has been sleeping on the futon that Jesse usually cleans. Yeah, I, I mean, I assume Jesse will just find somewhere to crash. Yeah, it, it is this. a it is a castle. There's probably a bunch of rooms that just aren't yeah. used. Because... I mean, I assume Jesse just has a sleeping bag in like in his motorcycle, the apartment. Yeah. Probably. On the way back, uh, Nick is going to call up Lisa. I'm assuming we've got her contact information. All right. Actually, no. You, you don't. You don't have any like sort of. She didn't even like a like a um, like a dorm room place. But aside from that, not, like no phone call or anything. Oh, I guess. Uh, I guess I'll show up at the dorm room a little bit. Um... So you're doing this like the, the night of when you like made the challenge, or? Yeah. Well, probably nice to let her know that hey, her friend has a chance because i'm gonna fight this dude all right so yeah i'll say it's so jesse is uh, we're gonna say it's like a flashback time we're gonna say like you know while jesse is driving out to meet his mother you go off to uh talk to her at her dorm yeah like checking at like the they probably have like those dude ras at the desk and call call up for her so yeah she like comes back down she, she comes down she's like yeah so sorry yeah yeah so who is it? What? Hi, uh, it's um, it's it's Sir Nick. Who? The guy who you just you were at my castle. When? What's that? Um, is this Lisa? Yes. James's friend. What, you, what, what, James? Is he okay? What, what happened to him? Um, you were you, at is, my... is he? Is he? Did, does, did, I, I, I swear to God, if, if that woman did anything to him. You were at my castle a few hours ago asking me to go free James from whatever trap this... I've been here all night. Oh, uh, so this isn't great because you came to my castle and asked me to basically peel your friend James away from some sort of fairy person? I... (laughs) Is that what she is? I, I thought I, I thought she was. I I know I, I was complaining about it the other night. I, I didn't. Who 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 was it? I I. So the person who went to you about James, she looked exactly like me. Yes, and I'll describe what she air quotes was wearing that night, and 
I mean, I was wearing that. I think I was wearing that the other day. I, I know I went to the bar just to get my mind off James and everything and tests and stuff. I, I think someone was talking to me. This woman, redhead? Uh, no, no, not redheaded. What was it? She is redheaded. She is redheaded. No, no, the, the woman I'm talking to, um, Lisa. She's uh, brown. It. What, what, what did you say? Her Min Minerva? No, no, no. Uh, Monica? No, something. I don't, I don't remember what she said her name was. I described the female Loki guys to her. Is this something similar like that? Maybe no, I think she was younger than that. Like her daughter, maybe? Or I don't know. But yeah, she definitely says, yeah, sounds like her. I have a bad feeling about this. Anyways, um, apparently someone thought it was in their best interest to try to pull James away from a fairy person and came to my castle seeking my aid on this. I By the way, have, it, have you gone back? I don't think you, have you, did you just go straight from the bar to the dorm or did you go back to the castle? I did not stop by the castle yet. Okay, so yeah, you, you get a sinking feeling about this, yeah. Yeah, I have a sinking... Well, anyways, someone who looked exactly like you came and asked me for help, and I just came to acknowledge and tell you slash her that, well, I'm going to be fighting this very person tomorrow for James's life. Wow. So you just said, uh, thank you. Thank you. I... Uh, uh, do, do I need to pay you? I, I I know you live in. I heard heard people say you live in that castle place. Did you do? Do I have to pay you? Do I have to give wow. you something? Uh, she like she like scrambles. She realizes wearing like pajamas and stuff. I couldn't take your money since you weren't apparently weren't the one who asked me. But well, you know where Tavera Castle is. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, tomorrow this goes well, and I don't end up dying and your boyfriend or friend or whatever he is is able to finally get some sleep well he's not my boyfriend it's just sort of like mumbles to herself i kind of like uh like give her like a sideways i mean taking a note out of my buddy gary's book but you should really look into that you know and then she she just blushes and then she just sort of mumbles even more quietly to herself Anyways, hopefully I don't get all of us killed tomorrow, but um, yeah. Uh, and then she just says, thank you. I just thank you. Uh, oh, gosh. He's, he's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. I, 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 sure, I certainly hope so, ma'am. He kind of like is not willing to impart the knowledge of what, what exactly is going through his mind right now, but... All right. And he'll head back to the castle. All right. So, yeah, you head back and we're looking around... Everything looks normal. I, I guess I let myself in. So yeah, and... it was some of the nice creatures. Like, hello, hello, sir. Who's all here? You know, Mel's still here. All of the knights. You know, so Arcade, Mavis, other names. I can't remember what you said they were. And the uh, the Minotaur went to sleep over in his futon room. I think. Did Jesse get back yet? No, no, no. He has not contacted us yet. Did um, which which one of the knights am I talking to? Uh, I'll. Just Sarokade. Let's just go with Sarokade. Well, um, it seems we're having a tournament here tomorrow, or a tourney. Close okay. to today now, as Nick uh, checks out his watch. Well, better than a party, I suppose. Uh, uh, sir, um, we're hosting a tourney. Correct. Okay. I recall giving you um, you 
giving your word to our friend Jesse that you'd be participating. Yes. And then you see, you see like, I did not think it would happen so soon. Uh, neither did we, but um, let's just say it was for a very good cause. Very well, sir. Do you need... Do, okay, so we shall have to uh, start organizing it. We shall have to uh, see what see what uh, what uh, supplies we need. We need uh, some uh, dulled weapons if people want to use those. So they, what are the rules? Is it to the death to to the yields first blood? Uh, what is it? Um, I think it's to yield. Okay, so then we have to get the, the some uh, dulled weapons for use. Uh, he just rambles off like a whole list of stuff you'll need. Yeah. Um... I mean, everyone can use whatever weapons they want in the tourney. They just have to make the opponent surrender, not kill them. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, Sir Nicholas will stay up and help plan because he kind of volunteered his grounds for it until Jesse gets here. So, yeah. Do you check on the Minotaur? Do you check on anyone else or do you just go, just confess yourself with the... uh... Well, considering what's... What may or may have not snuck into his castle just uh, a few hours earlier. Um, Nick is going to kind of like put his ear up against the door to see if he can hear like, you know, cow snores. It's quiet. Quiet. He'll kind of crack the door a little bit. You don't see anything. It's You see like the futon, but it looks empty. Hey, Sir Arcade, um, you said Asterios was here? Well, I, he went to the room to fall asleep. I haven't really checked on him uh, he went to sleep about a couple of hours ago. Sir Nicholas will open the door and, and it turn is on, completely turn on the empty. Light. Uh, did can you check the bathroom downstairs and I'll check this one? All right, and, yeah. You, and, you uh, go check and you, you don't sign anyone. Yeah, Jesse will probably arrive as we're just like like tearing through the castle trying to take an assessment of who's actually there. So yeah, you wake up Mel, who's you know you're half half awake now with. You've got hair all messed up, you know, clothes all disintegrate, uh, one of your old sweatshirts on. Did you see Asterios? Who are you asking this? Mel? Uh, no, no, no. I, um, uh, last time I saw him, he was heading off to bed a couple hours ago after you guys left. Um, just He just said he, wa- he was tired, wanted to sleep, uh, had a big, big bowl of like uh, vegetables and stuff, big salad. He didn't leave, did he? Uh, I didn't see him leave. Honestly, the only thing I only thing I noticed was like this big old fly kept on bothering me. Now, Sir Nicholas is like terrified that maybe Loki could take fly form or something. He doesn't know, and he's gonna call Jesse, who may or may not be able to hear him on a motorcycle. Yeah, he has he has magic Bluetooth. It's fine. I'm pretty sure Gary sent him up. Uh, Jesse here. Uh, where are you? I'm like half an hour away. Um, is that all right, storyteller? I'll I'll say yeah. It's we're we're playing the it's it's okay. I do have the chariot of the gods, like. Power and you do, and you, I think you do have. Don't you have like the journey? Uh, yeah, I do. So yeah, you 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 for you distances are a bit fluid. Can you cut that time down a little bit? Um, I just got back to the castle. I paid Lisa a visit. Apparently, a different Lisa was at the castle, and Asterios is now gone. Wonderful. Let me try to find a magic portal or something. So, and... Jesse, what are you trying to do exactly like for the magic portal? Uh, I believe that I can automatically sense them. Yeah, because I, I believe you do have the you have the journey purview. Yeah, exactly. Let so that basically means you can do whatever you want with that thing, as if you 
But it, 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 if you want, you could say if you spend it, you could. I go, I'll let you say you just get there immediately, like arrive at the castle immediately. Or if you want to like imbue it, you'll get there in like half the time. I'd say imbue it. I I don't really think it's like I really want to spend it in a way that's critical. Yeah, exactly. All right, so yeah, you you feel like your divinity sort of like uh, seeping into your motorcycle, and mm-hmm. it's like. You feel like the the, sort of the landscape around you it sort of seems to starts to blur a bit, and it's you know you don't feel like you're going faster, but it seems like like the distance between like the uh, like the the traffic the street signs seem to be getting smaller and smaller, and so yeah, you 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 arrive back at the castle in like half the time it took you to drive the first way. Hell yeah, record time, Sir Nick Mel. All the knights are prob- practically tearing the place apart, trying to. Find Asterius. See if so, he maybe got scared and went hiding somewhere. So yeah, you don't find you. You find like your know, hairs and pictures and stuff. And one of the knights, I'll say the the one who knows the, knows a bit more about the magic kind, but it definitely says that there's some sort of weirdness going on with the uh, Asterius, uh, the futon. Though. Well, do you know anything about this? Ah, uh, I mean, this, this place is very, very well warded. So I get like it'd be hard to like open up like a portal or something into the place. But suppose if Loki or whatever, it definitely has the power to do that. But I guess if we like got inside and was you know was I made a portal inside the wards, that'd be it'd be easier. And I guess uh, would say someone let's for argument's sake call this person Loki had the ability to just cut holes in reality using say for the sake of argument, we'll call it the father of knives. Do you think that would work? Well, I suppose if, I mean, you can, some spells you can sort of like leech, like you can, you can like, if you use it as the, like the focus of something, you, I suppose you could use a knife as like the focal point of a spell to make a bridge, I guess. You could, t- it's theoretical. I don't, I don't, I don't, I personally wouldn't try it, but then again, I'm not a god. So what I wouldn't, to try is, is a lot. Sir Nicholas sits down and puts his head in his and just looks visibly upset about this. It happened again. Shit. He's in my charge and it happened again. And then you, you see Mel is sort of like, you know, pat you on the back. It's like, it, 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 look, Nick, trust me. It is not your fault. If it really was Loki, then, you know, that, that, that asshole has been tricking people for millennia. They they have a lot of experience and and they have more and trust me I I should have seen this coming myself. Let me think about it. It's a Minotaur. He was already already trafficked and stuff. Already wanted by the gods. I should I should have put wards around him to prevent like you know people from finding Loki from finding him or something. Maybe something like keep him here. I I didn't want to do that because you know he might. He might get scared that we're trying to keep him here or stuff. <laughs> it, it, there's, a lot, there's, a lot, there's a lot of things we could have done, but it, it doesn't matter because we have to focus on what we can do now. Twice in one month, though. It's like we're just a bunch of idiots here. Well, I wouldn't call you a big idiot. I mean, you did help You did help me out, with, uh, my neighbor with the nightmares and stuff. That was pretty good. Yeah, I, now I have to fight this fae person or else I'll end up in servitude for a year. By the way, that still has to happen tomorrow. Well, you told you wait, what? You're fighting a uh, a fae? What? Well, I was telling Sir Arcade about the preparations we have to make. That's 
still has to happen. What, you having a tournament here or something? I look at Jesse. Yes, we are. You interested in joining? Uh, probably not. Uh, you No offense, but uh, things can get a bit rough. We do welcome spectators from the supernatural. Yeah, no, I'm not big on the combat magic stuff. I mean, it would be not. I can throw a fireball ish, but it's not my wheelhouse. So if I'm being honest, gets to fight a frost giant. Just putting it out there. No thank, you. No, 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 thank you. I certainly kind of puts his head in his hands because he actually doesn't want to fight a frost giant if he doesn't have to. So, yeah, well, that's the beauty of it. If you don't want to, you can just yield. All right. So, yeah, Mel. Okay. okay. So, we got a tournament tomorrow. The day after that, there's the Thunderbird Migration. Some Loki with something you guys are calling the Father of Knives. Why? Why is the thing, why is why are the effects? Why do they always call it something like Father of Knives or the Axe of Doom? Why can't they ever just be the Unicorn of Happiness or something? Yeah, or something simple like Nick's Sword. Yes, exactly. Right. <sighs> then she like just leads, collapses into the, on the couch. Well, I gotta say, I'm definitely not bored. Definitely getting tired, though. It's probably, like, close to dawn already. Yeah. And we probably need to sleep and try to find Asterios and manage, organize, run, fight in a tournament and, you know, defeat Loki and not interrupt Thunderbird migration and, I don't know, deal with whatever happens with Gary. Well, it's all, when you say it all like that, you're screwed. You just <laughs> melt the slabs. You guys are so screwed. <laughs> oh, God. So, Nick. now that we know that, now that you know, so what are we going to do? Why are we going to get unscrewed about this? Well, <clears throat> I'm sorry, but I just was, when was drowned for four hours, and before that, I was in a club. So, I think I'm just going to go to sleep for. At least a couple hours. I'm not sure I could be any use fighting Asterion anyway. <clears throat> Good luck. Yeah. Nick is going to encourage the rest of like rest of his retainers who aren't um like actively planning um or fighting in the tournament for tomorrow to keep searching the grounds, but he needs to like get some rest himself. All right, so yeah, and before you head off to bed, you know, Mel comes up, he says, Hey, uh in case I oversleep tomorrow and don't get to see the tournament, just good luck, okay? You're pretty cool, and I, I'd hate to see you have to wait hand and foot on some berry bitch. So, yeah, good luck. Uh, thank you. I mean, it's tomorrow night if you're interested. I'll try to see if I can... Oh, what else am I, I going to do? Fair point. And, like, I see Nick kind of, like, having this conversation ascending the, the stairs... And like they'll kind of like just take her hand and give it a little kiss and then go upstairs. All right, yeah. And then they'll say, you know, the night ends. And so everyone goes off to sleep. And the day arises and everyone is okay. Now we gotta get ready for a tournament. I'll say both of you can give me intellect and I'll say like close combat or athletics to see like how well you can like set up a, the courtyard for a combat. I use momentum. How um... much? How much would you let me, Nick? Uh, or I think we have three, and we kind of want to like. I'm not sure, like stack, stack, like an end or something, or some like making a part that has like an obvious advantage if you know what to look for. 
Uh, I'm not sure if that would well, be considered Well, I think cheating. I'd just do it fairly, except for your fight, where I'd, like, put some, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the fairies don't like. Cold iron. Filings. Yeah, not that, not like um, Nick would be giving any of this away. Yeah, I mean, he... I assume Jesse just does it without Nick's knowledge. Like, maybe, like, oh, there's, like, a hill in the middle that taking the hill gives you a slight advantage or something. I mean, yeah, there's going to be like varied terrain, but okay, I'm going to spend two momentum because I assume we're just going to get some during the fight as well. And we can't really, we don't really have that big of a pool. This is just the two of us. And let's give me a dice. Okay, three successes. All right. So with three successes, I'll definitely say that, yeah, with just for the first two, you would definitely like, you, you get, you get, you'll set up the thing competently. You know, you get like the, uh, like, you know, the outside barriers, like the cordon them off, like, you know, get like, rope or whatever you want like little walls to cordon off the fighting area versus the uh, spectator spots and since you both got three uh, this you get one you get extra both uh, one extra success that means uh so what, what extra thing are you doing and so with just two so you get like you set up thing up competently but you also get one extra thing i have an idea what can we can we um we, with that extra thing um have uh that band who was playing that really energetic music the night before yes. Um, <laughs> yes all right so yeah which one of you is spending your extra success on that i'll i'll, I'll spend mine because okay so yeah jesse now you have one more you can have one more extra thing set up i'm gonna put in i'd say i don't know if we can like half this but if there be some minor magic in it where the terrain itself will change during the fight and between the fights like just slightly enough for like experienced fighters to how do you when you say change like do you mean like like some of the ground will like rise up and like more hills yeah. and stuff like, or do you mean like hills like, will go up maybe like pools will appear like some mud and sometimes ice or something like that Okay, I'll say you can have that, but I'm gonna have like to, very again, minor. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say you you get that, but to see just how much change, you have to make an extra, another roll for that, just to see what. Okay. How like how much magic, how how good the magic actually it takes. Yeah. All right. I, I guess you you ask Mel to do this. I guess. Yeah, that's that's fair. All right. So. Um... I guess otherwise I'd have to spend a legend. <laughs> actually you know what i will actually spend a legend for this oh you're oh finally we're spending a legend finally yes i will because this is important for jesse all right so what exactly are you so what, what are you using like your journey yeah i was thinking probably journey like channeling all those different sort of roads. So almost, almost like what happened in the uh in, in the tunnels and it was like you're layering different like fields exactly onto it. yeah perfect yes so let since me just, I'm spending a legend, I just I think the effect can be like a lot more. Yeah, let me, let me double check. I think I think you can have like uh, some rules for this. So, all right. So mechanically, I'd say that that you sort you sort of like I guess kind of blessing the area so that actually yeah, we're gonna like it'll like either cause a complication or enhancements to the fighters. So like if it's like you know rocky terrain or if it's um, very muddy or if it's you know like snow and ice and slick then depending upon what happens depending on what the terrain happens to be it will get, it'll give you know different effects and so yeah i suppose like once the once you know you, you once you nick you start fighting we'll have a, a, a roll to see like you know what kind of le- terrain that we're, we're, all right 
So yeah, definitely. Hoping for a watery terrain. Well, that would that be your best, yeah. So yeah, Jesse, describe to me how exactly you know you how you do this. I assume Jesse, like I assume he asks first Gormangander on specifics of Nordic magic and such. So yeah, yeah. And he tells you like what runes you need. You need yeah, to cast exactly. He car- carves a couple of runes, you know, and then just imbues them. And uh, I guess praise to Odin, who is sort of the patron of magic when it comes to the Northern pa- Norse pantheon. And then he just adds a bit of the weird, you know, so so that it, it always changes, so that it's randomized. All right, so yeah, you definitely you like you. I'll say like you stand in like the center of the uh, courtyard, and you, you you know you have like the runes drawn on it. There's, there's like different posts around the area and stuff, and you sort of like you put your hands at the ground. You sort of like feel like your power sink into the courtyard, and it's it's taking more out of you than you've ever put in before. And actually, for a moment, you remember distantly like when your mother you first saw your mother how she like for a moment there she seemed like sort of fell off to be more than just that like, the person you saw. Like you, you caught a glimpse of like the frost giant under her skin almost. And so for you, it feels like you're getting almost like a taste of that. Like it feels like there's some like a power sort of like like peeking through your skin as you like you know just bless the grounds. And so, when, so once you're done, you step back and you feel yourself like it's a part of you feels oddly drained in a way you've never really felt before. Like there's, it almost feels like you felt before you met your mother. Like, you know, there, there was, so, I don't know if there was potential in you, but it wasn't quite realized. And now it feels like that sort of worn itself out right now. So yeah, for right now you have zero legend and you can get it back with a couple of other different couple of ways. All right, I think I'm ready. What do you think, Nick? And I sort of show him the changing landscape. Actually, yeah. So, Nick, what's going through your head? You just saw your friend who you saw Jesse essentially doing actually a bit of powerful magic. Man, it looks great. But how the hell am I going to explain this to the HOA? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was good. By the way, Jesse, what is, what's going through your head? You ju- you just did magic, essentially. What, what's going through your head? I'm awesome. Okay, that, that makes But I really hope these people fucking appreciate it. Otherwise, I'll have to bash their skulls in. And also, Sir Arcade, I want to I wanna fucking apology or an, an acknowledgement or something. And then you, oh, Sir Arcade, after he sees you, like, you know, sort of bless the grounds, he's just like, okay, I have to admit, I am very impressed. Hell yeah. Okay, so I think we should have the challenges first, which means Sir Nicholas, Nick, you can get it over as soon as possible with the totally not Leah person. And I've been thinking afterwards we're going to have Sir Arcade and Kieran, and then we'll have the others. So what you you're thinking of having like the one on one fights first, and then have like a, a free for all later on or something? No, no, no. It's it's all gonna be like one on one fights. Okay. But the challenges, like the personal grudges, were are going to be the start. Okay. A lot of times, like during tournaments, they would you know do the personal callouts once. Like you could say you could call someone out specifically, or you could say, "Hey, any of you Celts who wanna have a." whack at me with maces or whatever or call like a particular family over a feud all right so yeah i'll say i'll say people start filtering in a couple like several hours before the actual tourney starts just so they can uh you know warm up and uh scope out the uh 
Let's go about the grounds. Does Tiffany come? Yes, actually. So yeah, Tiffany shows up. Like, hey, yeah, so you needed me to mediate something? Right. Yes. Very much Great. so. We raised enough money for like four hours of your time, ma'am. Four hours? Okay, okay. So so who am I supposed to be mediating it? I sort of show her the tournament spider form of like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of scions and other supernatural creatures who want to fight. And they will. Here. Now, what I want is that they don't fight outside of this specified time blocks, which they are supposed to fight in. And make sure that they don't start fights during or before this. You called me Us. here to officiate a fighting tournament. Yes, because the alternative was me doing it, and then I couldn't fight, which would be terrible. We, we she, 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 she just looks completely confused for a bit. Look, it's just your job, except it's not your your job to stop fights, but make sure they happen and happen correctly. And then she, you just, you see, you see, she, she has to like, she, she has to take a moment for, to like think about this, and she's like, huh, okay, okay, sure, I, why not? That was think easier. of all the new thought. I, I, I you know, there's one of the. I'm not gonna be like a prize, right? No one is gonna win my hand or something for this, right? No, no, the winner gets to fight a frost giant. That's a prize. Oh, no, never mind. Think of all the new clients you'll be able to meet. Well, I suppose, yeah. People, some couples do enjoy combat together, especially some of the Amazons. I know. Uh, cats, I can't meant to talk about that. That's patient, uh, Dr. Patient Confidentiality. Okay, yeah, sure. Why not? It's, it's going to be a good learning, learning experience. Okay. I will agree to officiate this. Wonderful. You're a lifesaver. Yeah, yes. So, yeah, just give me the rules and I'll, I'll figure something out. Yeah. So, no killing. If you, you just have to make your opponent yield. If you knock him out or kill him, you lose. That's it. And that's so what if you lose, a, what, what if you cut someone's arm off, that's allowed? Oh yeah, maiming's fine. Oh, okay. Just wanted to clarify. You do uh, have a doctor on hand though, right? For this? Uh, well. I mean, I tell you. Every, every science duty to be uh, self-sufficient. Uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> And then she, you, and then she, then you see like a frown. Just she just looks at you, disappointed. It's like you didn't really think this through all the way, did you? Well, it was supposed to happen after the Thunderbird migration, but it got. And then I just started sort of uh, whisper into her here about the Faye situation. And, that, and then once she hears about you know uh, blonde woman and uh, James, she instantly she she's just she's in for this. She's like, okay, I got this. I. If you take that, if you take someone like that down, I am with you 100% for this. Well, I should have thought of that angle from the start, but thank you. All right. So, and then she like goes off and she starts rehearsing her, you know, announcer voice. Like, ladies and gentlemen, no, 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 I can't do that. And then, fighters, that, that's it. Fighters, gather for your places. We shall, we shall, she starts rehearsing her, uh, like her speeches and stuff. Then I'll say uh, Kieran shows up later on. Uh, Hey, Kieran. How's my favorite to ever did it on doing? How many others do you even know? Well, you're the only one. That's why you're my favorite. (laughs) Anyway, so funny thing. Uh, I was talking with Sir Arcade there. and I sort of point out one of the knights there, which is going to be, I assume, Sir Arcade. But, you know, since he might have armor on, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's going to be challenging you 
in round one of the tournament. Apparently, you guys, the you know, lady of the like, two other things on. You guys have a grudge or something? Yeah, it Went wasn't to, wasn't really me. It was like a uh, you know my parents' generation. Not you know, not my father. Obviously, it's quite a bit older, but uh, like it's a big. It was a big thing over in the UK area. Bad blood, I guess. Something about finding Camelot and turning into a tourist attraction or something. Well, good luck anyway. The arena is something really special. Uh, I yeah, hope yeah. you'll enjoy it. Right. Uh, so, yeah, and then he, he, he gestures behind him, and then you see Finn actually come up behind, you know, it'll come up the uh, path behind him. And Finn, as soon as he sees you, he's just like, you're fighting, right? Hell yeah. Good. Because I want a rematch. All right. All right. And this time, I'm gonna make sure uh, you're gonna you're going down, Titan Spawn. And the he, Kieran sort of like you know shove him a bit. Oh, this is gonna be lovely. So yeah, and then you as in behind him, you see Koshi actually sort of pop up. He says, "I'm just here to observe." I find that Finn on his own tends to get out of hand. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, the Ewing Gallery is up there, near the charming doctor. Uh, try not to get hit by any stray projectiles. I I'll give him try. a thumbs up. Then he 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 walks off. Right? Uh, any? Do you guys want to like? You want to talk to anyone else, or do you like? No, I, I assume there's just like camps, like small places for each of the pantheons that are like there. In case there's like more than one or whatever. Yeah, you know, like and then you, see, you see more of like a lot of the, uh, uh, like you know, a lot of the rough figures we met in the, the the pit last night start showing up, and then you see like you know some other ones sort of like the, the word is spread a bit about the impromptu about the sudden uh, fighting tournament going on. Uh, you know, it's a lot more sh- showing up, and you have to like sort of how do you pro- how do you screen them? How do you screen like the people who, who just show up? Well, I'll have Gormangander screen them, honestly. <laughs> so you're gonna have them, like just go, go get you know big and you know. yeah, just go big and have a have a go. If if he thinks they're too weak, that they don't deserve to be there. All right. So yeah, <laughs> now I'm just picturing like you know, a dude half half hanging out of his mouth. They'd be like, yeah, no, he sucks, and they just spits him back out. Yeah, that that's basically what what it is. So yeah, after several people go home covered in you know snake slobber or being knocked over by its tail, you know you, you have like a sizable amount of people show up. All right, so what, what, what are you two yourselves doing to prepare for the fights? Like, what, are you wearing, like, getting, putting armor on? Are you, you know, getting doing any special precautions? What are you doing? Well, Nick probably called his mom and left a message to let her know that this is going to happen, and said. It was for a very good cause, but doesn't really say what that cause was because she he doesn't want her to worry, but still thinks that like she should know like hey your your scion son is you know out of commission for the next year because he sold his service to a fae <laughs> in case he loses, but um, he leaves that awkward message with his mom and and he's kind of like rummaging through his closet trying to find like something like close to armor and i think he comes out with like his leather jacket being the closest thing he could find and some like uh like army surplus boots or something or and no, you, no. you see like you see someone you see like sort of arcade you know come marching by and like you know he's got his half armor half on it's like uh sire you do know we have an armory what we 
Where? That he, he leads you deeper into like the castle. He leads you to a spot and put him well in the bed that you haven't. You you sort of you sort of half remember like when you first toured the place. So it's like one of these big reveals. Like, hey, we just just open this door that looks like a closet door and. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know, like you know, bits of like you know, plate, plate mail, chain mail, bulletproof vests, couple of places, all kinds of stuff. Oh, I might, I might need some help uh, picking something out. Of course, sire. Uh, I feel I don't know if I want to make a roll for this, but I'm not sure what. I'm basically like I'd say probably me, iron, <laughs> probably something iron. <laughs> yeah, I'd say give me a intellect plus close combat. To see if you if you manage to you know you know, find the you know good good enough set of armor. I'm going to use our last bit of momentum on this because I don't have very good smarts. Okay. Three successes. All right. I say that's enough so that you you manage to find like uh you know like a good old like suit of uh you know iron armor that will protect you and stuff. So so just all decked out and like just the most ironist of armor, which he feels he can still move around in, that he can manage. Uh, Nick's going to kind of go, like, strutting around the property, just trying to get used to it and kind of, like, keep an eye open for Mel. Okay. So, Jesse, what, what are you getting? Are you, like, are you going to dip into the armory as well? Or are you just going to... What are you doing exactly? Jesse is uh, probably going to be trying some Norse rituals that he heard from Jormungandr. But since Jormungandr is fighting outside now, he has some time to prepare them. So he's probably like shirtless, maybe drinking some mead and maybe trying to cast ruins or something, uh, seeing who's the likely winner or seeing what's going to happen during the tournament. All right. So like, you're officially trying to use like the uh, casting the ruins purview, uh, the, the Acer Pantheon one? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I can use that unless I have to imbue legend for that, in which case. Uh, I, I don't know. Let me double check that. Yeah. Uh, if you want, I think you, you can like do uh since this is your first time uh mm-hmm. trying to this arc trying to like re- refresh your legend, I'll say you can you can make like a sm- like a do like a sacrifice or something to the gods mm-hmm. and get yeah. back your legend. And this is just the first time it's going to be a completely something something small. Yeah, I guess Jesse's going to sacrifice. Hmm. I mean, sacrifice not really sacrifice unless it's meaningful. He's probably going to sacrifice his bike in that case. Ooh. Okay, so ah uh, yes, you you do need legend if you want to uh, use your fate binding. I mean, uh, fate bi- uh, Oh yeah, you, you also do fate binding as an alternative. So you can either choose to uh, you make a sacrifice, or you can accept fate binding, which is something you could you could, we can talk about and discuss mm-hmm. what you want exactly if you want to do that. Like you have basically someone will come into your life again and again and just be part of it. It could be. Someone who's like it could be a lover, it could be a, a rival, it could be someone who just always happens to get under your feet, it could be a best friend, could be anything. Yeah, I think that works. That'd be cool. Okay, so I, th- I assume like Jesse wants to sacrifice the bike, but then like something stops him, and like it's like an alternative or like a different. So path. it's like instead of like sacrificing, you sort of open yourself up to, yeah, like fate, exactly. I guess. So yeah, you open yourself up to to fate. So yeah, Theo, you know, you know the the sun finally goes down, and uh, you know Theophania comes up and is like, "Fighters, mortals, and uh, mortals and Fey of all kinds, welcome to the tournament." And she 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 pauses a bit. She realizes there's no name for this thing yet. The the we are gathered here today to fight and for the glory of combat. 
And the winner of this tournament shall have the honor to face off against a frost giant in one-on-one combat. The rules are simple. Make your opponent yield. There can be no deaths and no unconsciousness. Causing either will cause you to lose the match. Aside from that, there are no rules. Now let us, let, now we, let us this tournament begin, and may all fight to their best. Sion is a very special story arc for me. While I was a Twin Cities by Night fan from the very beginning, it wasn't until I was invited to a Sion one-shot playtest that I got the opportunity to formally join the game. If you want to check it out, listen to Sion, A Light Extinguished, and its sequel, The Siege of Shadow Valley Ranch.